Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, how's it going, magician fans? Today we're talking about episode four, The Flying Forest, and we finally get to meet the white lady. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Now we can jam out again. Yay! Take two, guys. Yes. That's all right. That's all right. We got here eventually. Uh, and I'll say it again, because if those of you who are joining us now, the song is awesome. It's America. You can do magic. And it really fits with our characters. The band name is America, which Sorry. confused me initially. The band name is America. You can, And the song name is You Can Do Magic. Sorry. It's one of those, I'm like, duh, that's our name. That's like saying, Journey, you can do something. Anyway. <laughs> um throwback music. Uh, my yes. name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. I'm joined by my lovely, awesome co-host. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, and that's M-S-A-D-R-I-N-S-N-O-W. All right, and uh, and if you guys are joining us live, feel free to chat with us in the chat. If you're lo- talking to us, or I mean, you can be talking to us. If you're watching it later, leave comments <laughs> down below. We want to know what you thought of the episode and your comments and your predictions because we're fans just like you. Yeah, hello to Nerdity Nerd Nerd and Dorothy Banks and uh, everybody in the chat, Lisa Payne, Chi Rico. Y'all are beautiful and we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And yeah, if you guys, thank you for letting us know we had some tech issues here earlier, <laughs> but that's okay. So we'll just say what we just said. Uh, but, uh, opening scene with that nice close-up on the shoulder yes. and Quinn practical effects. Mm, As you so said earlier, Foley was great. Squishy, yes. like, mm-hmm. sounds yeah. is, is always just wonderful. So I liked it. And I liked the fact that uh, uh, we're getting, like, a very, like, a natural magic. Like, yeah. he's yeah. embarrassed by the hollow tapping noise. I think it's pretty dope. <laughs> it's a cool parlor trick. Oh. oh <laughs> you fair. just tap on the wooden part yeah. of his arm. Like, come on, man. That's dope. And then, um, Adrian, you're pointing out. Uh, oh, okay. I, I was yeah. like, I don't have to repeat it. But no, <laughs> yeah, it was good. No, the same like, show. Uh, the exact same show. We <laughs> had to talk about how big that dick was. Yeah. Uh, it was. <laughs> no, like, um, so Arjun brought up a good point last week of just how you know the sh- show always strives to do practical effects, and I always appreciate mm-hmm. that because I, I think it's just more realistic to, to actually take the time to create um, a physical arm that mm-hmm. can be sewn into versus like doing a CGI. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely creates a more visceral reaction because then you're just like, eh, just computer and compared to like, ooh, yeah. And to just, <clears throat> uh, so everyone understands when I say big dick, we were talking about the, <laughs> the centaur surgeon. Um, yeah. He just had a giant cock, guys. Mm-hmm. As Margo pointed out. <laughs> yeah. I like that Margo can never be serious. Yeah. yeah. about it? It's beautiful. Come on. It's, uh, we talked about that on Westworld too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Never be serious. No. Er, yes. Always be joking. It's just better. Yeah, Life is better. We're fun. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Margo, we, uh, Margo and Elliot are chatting, and everything is definitely not going well in the kingdom. And uh, <laughs> what did you guys think of him when he called her Hillary Clinton? 
I missed that. <laughs> I'm I'm sad sure about her. it. Um, but I but thought beautiful. I heard Hillary Clinton, and because she was just trying to get things done, and um, but you could also say it was semi a, a jab because she was being a little. Little, little bitchy. bitchy. But look, here's the thing. Like, I feel like in that moment you need to be a bitch. Like, people want to come oh, down yeah. on bitches and be like, you should never be bitchy. Like, you some, sometimes it is important that you be a bit of a bitch. Like, you got to yep. get shit done. And Quentin, you, you want to build a hundred foot statue with what? With we're talking about yeah. war and famine here. Like, I mean, if a man is is being confident, then that's just a woman being bitchy. You know yeah, what I mean? So true. like, getting stuff done. If it's a man, is is just getting stuff done. If a woman does it, then it's just considered bitchy. So I actually really appreciate that Queen Margot mm-hmm. is just like we need to focus on how to to, to manage the the, mm-hmm. the earth yeah. <laughs> and how to take care of the people. I mean, I have time for this. Build a, a statue bullshit. I yeah, I mean, that. the line, my crown is just as heavy as yours. Yeah. That was like, yeah. yes. yes God. Well, I would argue, though, that we could call any of the boys on this show bitchy as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, they have their oh, moments yeah. where you're like, like you're I wish Quentin would be bitchy because right now he's just whiny. Yeah. And they yeah. need him to, mm, <laughs> there are so yeah. many other moments where Margot is is bitchy and it's completely justifiable to say she's a bitch yeah. in those moments and nor would she deny it. But when she's just getting stuff done, I'm like, that's, yeah. not, that's not bitchy. No. That's just being a queen. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then between the two of them, they pretty much say the line that now we're just grown ups that they have to do responsibilities. Yeah. Gotta like, do the adulting, guys. Yeah. Boo. Hashtag adulting. Ha. And uh, but Margot has a plan and thinks of a loophole. Which were you guys like uh, worried at all, or thinking she could have a good plan before we get to what the plan was? Before the plan, no. Margot's pretty good at last yeah. minute yeah. solutions. Mm-hmm. Savvy, so I, so. I, I, I trusted that she would have a good one. But when I found out what the plan was, I got immediately concerned. Mm-hmm. Golems but, are tricky in magic yes. usually, and right. uh, and they play it, it's difficult on the person you made the golem of, as we saw earlier in season mm-hmm. one with Marco's golem. Um, but but I guess with the full knowledge of what you're doing and consent, it might, exactly. That might, I was just going to say that maybe that's a little different. It's um, definitely different. It's definitely different. Uh, it might eventually come to bite them in the butt. But oh, I think yeah. like you know, I kind of forgotten about. Margolum, and so when they brought it up, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be fun." So yeah, I was uh, happy. Nerdity nerd said in the chat, "I thought Margot's comment on Alice not being their friend was a tad off. I mean, she wasn't Margot's friend, but Elliot had his moments with Alice, like teaching her to drink." I didn't well, think Margot yeah. meant that comment. I, I think she meant like they weren't close. No, I I honestly think that was more of a like I need to distance myself emotionally from. Like Margot doesn't uh, deal with emotions very well. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's not that I like. I think that she believed what she was saying, but I don't think she meant it, if that makes sense to sure, you guys. Yeah, like, yeah. like I honestly feel like she was like, look, she wasn't our friend. We need to move forward. We gotta save a kingdom. This crown mm-hmm. is heavy. I have things to do. Um, and she didn't want to really mourn. And, mm-hmm. I mean, later, obviously, that gets yeah. addressed. Yeah, I think th- that partly is true. But I, I've also been, like, something that's been coming up a lot for me in the past few episodes is, like, what's the timeline on this? Because mm. a, a lot of the times when they speak of, like, even when uh, last episode when Alice and Quentin had that moment uh, in the in the carriage. Yeah. And he was like, well, you're not that girl I met. And I was like, well, wait, how long has this been I for them? I feel it's been a year. 
Okay. Like last it, it season was like, like it's a been year longer ago. than that. Oh, it yeah. could be. Oh, that it's been a year ago since last season that they've been in Fillory <sighs> for? No, 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 no. I think like the whole of last season might have been a year for mm-hmm. them because it was like their year of schooling. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is like a few months. You later. think we're doing a school year, a season? Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense to me, timeline yeah. wise? Yeah. I'll go with that. Um, but then they could have an ex- extreme attachment to each other from just that year that, mm-hmm. like, they were different from when they first met a year ago. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing that. Okay. I think there's just been a lot of references to to time passing in a way that almost feels seemed, more like five, it feels like years, five years. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. one year. The way that they've been talking about things. I it's, don't know. I don't, I don't know if maybe that's something they'll touch on that that is a part of it of like, well, actually, maybe they have been in Fillory mm-hmm. much longer than we realize. Well, it's like summer camp know. syndrome. They're together all the time, every day, all day. It's just a more intense amount of time. No, nah, man. I was ready to go after summer camp. I feel that way. I want to stay forever. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding? Best best buddy? No, I don't know. Best uh, bitches, what? Yes. Bitches. Speaking of that, we have Julia, and she finds junkie Katie. Aww. She's a... It's magic methadone, is what she said she was... I think that she... Something like that. She rolled Something right back like and said methadone. I feel like she was she trying to be clever. Like, mm, she said magic methadone, and then yeah. she was just like, methadone. Oh, yeah. okay. And so I think she was rolling back, like, it's magic. Was she, a, uh, was, was she a drug addict before? I don't think so. You get... I, I got the sense that she was kind of the wild child who probably, like, tried a bunch of different stuff and, oh, like, okay. used recreationally, mm-hmm. like, probably before we even met her character mm-hmm. on the show. And then, you know, mom dies and brutal god murder slash rape. Like, I think she just fell really hard into old habits. Yeah. Yeah, because... She wasn't, like, going through relapse, like, rehab freak out when she was at Julia's place. So it's not like she was that deep into the drugs. Mm. Withdrawals. Like, she wasn't I having... I thought maybe it was, like, some type of magical thing. Only because oh. she but didn't she seem the, to be... Like, she had red dots all in yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I only say that. Uh, I was like, maybe it was something else. Because she just seemed to bounce back from it really very fast. quickly. Mm-hmm. Without any type of, maybe like... like uh, what should we call it? The... When withdrawals. You, thank you. Withdrawal. Yeah. Well, maybe they have magic hangover withdrawals. Cure. That was kind of my thought. Is maybe that she used the magic to get it out of her system. Sure. Like I experienced the high without mm-hmm. after effects. Sure. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, they mm-hmm. made a drink. Margot had that before with Penny. Of like, that it was a true. hangover drink. So they might have like a drug, something of flushing out mm-hmm. your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Then we have a little one with Dean Fogg is having trouble with his casting and like what's going wrong first of all that globe with the clouds was really that dope was cool. and I really hope they bring that back or make a real one I don't know it's pretty I kind of want to own one um yeah it's scary when the Dean can't do things to mm-hmm. me like he's like Dumbledore for me mm-hmm. for yeah. obvious reasons and I just need him to be the one who knows what the hell is happening mm-hmm. it's just like in book seven when you're Dumbledore's like I don't know what the hell is going on and you're like no you're supposed to have a plan and be like magic's not working I guess it's just he's over like, oh, no. I can't even like help a king so I was like oh god it's really going down now yeah and then we have uh, I li- that was a really nice transition because we have the Dean Fogg at Break Bills and then we transition to Margot at Break Bills yes um, and Penny pops in and oh, gets them all Penny. caught up of like no Alice is dead and you're like oh uh, like pff, drop it on him <laughs> like, yeah Aw. And he's all freaking out, but luckily she's. And like, Penny's being jumped around to different universes where he can't breathe, yes. and he has hands trying to strangle him. Like his own hands are trying to strangle him. Like mm-hmm. I Some really issues. need Penny to go see the River Guy. Like sooner. Like I feel like we've buried the lead on this long enough. Well, it somehow gets. Re- well, we don't know for sure it's resolved in this episode, but it gets 
address later. Yeah, we'll talk about that when yeah. we get to it. I mean, I'm like, that could maybe go into predictions. <laughs> um, oh, that's a Someone in the... Ch- Renji said, I wonder where you go after you die in that world. As in, like, in Fillory? Well, and the thing is, like, she... Impl- like, they say only the magic is left. But if the magic is dying, mm-hmm. does that mean, like, does oh. she evaporate into, like, reusable, recyclable magic? Is she just, like, in the air floating around as magic particles? Uh-huh. Is she... Alice? Yeah. Because they say, like, when... I forget the word that they called it when you... when Niffin? you spell to, Yes. Out. Yeah, so when she nips, like, you, you're mad... You, only the magic is left is what they yes. say. Like, so her body's not there anymore. Okay. So is she just magically floating around? Is it something to do with the well? Well, they like, buried her. They said there was a body. Oh, they did say they buried her. Yeah. I don't know then. They'll probably address it later. I hope so. Good question. Well, um, we know that necromancy is a thing. We've learned it. We didn't have a powerful right? enough spell, but... Yeah, mm. There might be a different kind of thing to do. Totally. Um, then we have Elliot and Fen. <sighs> I love the how she's, like, politely asked to... I like to, that she admits it. She's like, I don't know how to ask for this thing, but I need it, so can you pick up what I'm putting down here? Well, and she also is like, I'm not, like, your type exactly. She is aware of that as well. And it's cool. I really like their relationship. Like, if you have to be... If you have to do an arranged marriage, as they had to, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's cool that both of them as partners are, like, trying to satisfy each other's needs and be there for each other and can communicate. Like, y'all are better off than a lot of marriages, which is weird That's and super true. awesome. Yeah. Except for, you know, him whole going to sleep majority of the day and living in his living clay body, which is kind of like... I mean... Well, at least he tries, because we had that issue before of, like, wait, I thought he was gay, but then they've had sex and she seemed to really like it. Uh, so obviously he's he didn't totally zone and out. got the moves down. Like he knows what he's doing. It's just not his preference. Yeah, he'd so prefer he's... not to be in this hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> filthy. Uh, but yeah, no, I I like their relationship. Yeah. Even if like I really hope that maybe they can find her like a surrogate person who could actually love her. And, like, yeah, they be a marriage just... of convenience. I think he loves her, just not romantically. Which is not yeah. in love with yeah, her. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I want her, but like. That's why, why I said way back when I'm like, like I feel love. bad for her. And he doesn't care. Like, he would I still know. be like, oh, you're still the queen. And she's a good queen, too. Mm-hmm. So far, from what we've seen. I'll be yeah. when we get to, uh, people were clearly not happy in the meeting. <laughs> they were like... Well, she's... Did you guys pick up on how the sloth's name was Abigail? Mm-hmm. I did not. <laughs> what? I was like, oh, that's like an actual, like... Thing with thoughts. It's a sloth with thoughts. And yes, and she has input on how the opinions. world should mm-hmm. be run. I was like, I didn't, he didn't pick up on that. And a translator. Yes. Yeah. Important. So, uh, shout out to our guest from yeah. week one. Of- yes. Yay. And for being so kooky and kind of sweet in the first episode yeah. to being like, oh, we have things to do here. I was like, oh, range in a character. Yes. That was really good to see. Uh, then, oh yeah, that's when, oh, but Margo comes in with the pussy block. Because he's like, Fen and Elliot are about to it get on. It wasn't even really like, nope. a block. It was just... It was him, purpose. like, yeah. throwing her. Being yeah. like, it was an out. It wasn't a block. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I don't, have to, I don't know if I want to do this. Uh, then we have Katie and Julia. And they... And, oh, it was sweet how Katie's just like, no, I ran and hid. And I wanted to help, though. Aww. Did you? I don't... Like, to me, I understand well, Julia's got, that. like... Okay, Julia has priorities, and she's able, mm-hmm. she's like, look, I'm not even worried about that right now. Like, I have a mm-hmm. god to kill, and you're the only person who can help me right now. That's it. It's all, these are all of her options. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, we passed. We'd have had some words <laughs> if it were me. Like, you wanted to help? 
You, you wanted to. You could have called nobody. You could have asked the dean for help. Like, what, what, she'd what have the key to get back to the time break bills. To no. have really helped. That wouldn't have jeopardized both their lives. No, I, I mean, that's like, it's, it's like a, a hard pill to swallow. And I certainly would not. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I would want to fight, but it's like, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I would harbor some anger in my heart, and I hope that later yeah. we get to that of just being like... Well, Julia kind of is like, I don't... Taking the magic away. She's like, no, I don't fault you. She's like, I don't blame you, and she then I don't judge so you. here. I just feel like sometimes when I'm upset, but I have things to do, like, I can't have to prioritize. You understand? Yeah. And so I feel like later, like, after... If she's successful in killing uh, the trickster god, Reynard, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, then I feel like afterwards she's going to have, like, all of the things she put aside, like putting Quentin's life in danger. Crash down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, getting a girl mm-hmm. killed. Like, all these things that have happened because of, because she basically allowed this guy to come back. Not that she meant to, but yeah. I just feel like she's going to have to deal with the ramifications of that, oh, yeah. and she's just not doing it right now. I think it's going to build up and be kind of explosive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the, you mentioned the necromancy, and yeah, we had the, the kind of nasty, interesting, and like wait what frozen uh, marina and <laughs> she yeah, carved into her arm the book reference first of all how hard is she like i'm gonna miss marina like she was problematic and sometimes mm-hmm. she wasn't the most uh complex character sometimes mm-hmm. she's just straight up like you know mm-hmm. the bitchy one mm-hmm. yeah but well t- she she went in hard in the paint like to carve something on like as you're, as being you're eaten. dying yes yeah, not just dying but kind of being slowly eaten alive yeah it's really eater this time though it's, it looks like he just kind of tortured her a bit and then no, snapped her neck he started with her like he bit off her no, finger no, no, but i mean like when actually when, later when they ended up being when it actually came down to like what he did yeah when he, when yeah that's but either way, for her to, to be conscious enough to remember the book, to carve the correct reference number uh, clearly enough in her arm to be read later, like, mm-hmm. Rena's just hard, and I hope, uh, even if we don't get her back, we get someone like her. Mm. Someone just as hard. Yeah. Well, that, She's on Arrow now. Oh, good oh. for you, lady. Uh, but that, I think, leads to <laughs> what some of the people are saying in the chat room of, like, where you go and you die, because she said that, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go back there. Well, it seems oh. like she went to hell. So and they and they brought up the concept in season one of how the, even the whole idea of religion is something that comes out of magic. So that mm-hmm. there's something to be said of like where people go when they die and the the whole idea of the gods of Ember and Under mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't necessarily think everyone that dies goes to the same place Marina goes in right. this world. Well, mm-hmm. some people are saying that maybe she went there because she had killed people or something like that. And Marina was not. Yeah, a she saint. killed Katie's mom mm-hmm. and she she. And didn't have any, like, rules about bad it. Things. She did something really bad at Break Bills, because we've seen uh, Dean be, like, really chill with a lot of crazy stuff, like, and when she came back, he was like, oh, no. She's like, I'm gonna die. Like, I really don't care. <laughs> you cannot be here. I can't have you corrupting my students. So, mm. yeah, she mm-hmm. she was not a kind lady. Mm-hmm. But she was hard. It was amazing. Uh, and then we have... Go, jump over to Quentin, and he's waking up, and apparently he's been out for three weeks, so just a little bit of time, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Penny shows up and they have their like little argument but then it was kind of their also like <laughs> say the things that they're feeling moment it's like okay good you're talking out your feelings boys <laughs> Penny and Quentin are some of my favorite characters I love the way that Penny go- like everybody else like is either babying Quentin or kind of tolerates him they're like 
okay, Quentin, sure, but we have this to do now. But Penny mm-hmm. just reads him for his life every time they cross paths, and it brings me so much joy because, like, I understand that petty spirit of being like, no, I see you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how hard you're trying. Like, you're not making it work, and it's bothering me. Mm-hmm. And especially because he, he like... Q always goes to a very racist place around him. Wait, what? No, no. So whenever, I was going to say, whenever Quentin is under any type of magical influence, or whenever we get to see into, like, his deep subconscious, we always see that he's kind of a racist. (laughs) Like, especially when it comes to Penny. And I was like, hmm. And they did it again. I was like, that's so interesting. That's, like, the first thing that comes out of his mouth Mm -hmm. when he's uh, in a situation where, essentially, he has either... No control over yeah. like um, what he's saying, or if it's it's like deep subconscious. Yeah, of, like, what yeah. He really we thinks. have the racist accent from mm-hmm. when he was in the mental hospital mm-hmm. inside of this. Oh, that was bed. so good. We though. have the manservant here in this yeah. episode. Yeah, yep. and I just love the zinger. I do always love that Arjun always gets to have really great zingers and yes. commentary on the racist things that happen. Mm-hmm. Of like even calling him a white boy, mm-hmm. of saying like people like me walking around saying, "Oh, like, you can't say kill, kill the white lady." lady. Yes. Yeah, he's like, I get shot, and so <laughs> I, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yes, yeah. Uh, then no, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. Um, yeah. Then we have the center though that will absolutely not help Penny. It's like that. Your hands are cursed. I'm going nowhere near but that. When he will... says the river thing, yes, yes. the river guardian, yeah, uh, and river watcher. What river watcher? Watcher. Thank you, mm-hmm. river watcher. Uh, it's cool that we learn more about him now because. Uh, okay, a couple things. One interesting way to portray centaurs. Uh, we see them as kind of like antisocial. Just keep to ourselves. Please don't bother us. But they have, like, in, in outside, in other, like, magical uh, stories or whatever, sometimes okay. tend not to be, like, uh, very sociable creatures. So I was really excited by the fact that these guys are not just sociable, but they're, like, kind of uh, intelligent elite. Like, they're the ones, like, they're doing surgery yeah. on people that, like, nobody else can uh, can handle, but they're mm-hmm. also still horses and yeah. feel free to just poop anywhere and let their nerves mm-hmm. clean it up. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. That's so weird. Well, they saved <laughs> her life. Like elitist. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so but still, you maybe yeah. don't it was thank a little someone weird. for doing that. But I feel like they're elitist. Sure. Um, and for them to well, be you're kind a centaur. Of, yes. <laughs> but for them to be so at the top of everything and then be like, oh, that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. No, we can't touch Going that. nowhere near that. <laughs> you screwed up Like, what yeah, type of magic is the River Watcher into if even the centaurs are like, oh, mm-hmm. we can't? No. Uh, Nerdy nerd said in the chat, "Yeah, let's go hunt the white lady." And then how Penny called out, mm-hmm. and then uh, Renji goes, "Yeah, that was uncomfortably funny." It was uh, like one of those, like, "Ooh, yeah, that was good." I loved it. I didn't think um, it was I mean, also, the centaur's no. name is Sawbones, <laughs> which real. gives me full life. Sawbones, like Doctor Sawbones. Mm-hmm. That doesn't give anyone else like a little uh, joy in uh, their heart. Like, it makes me happy. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> I go wait. Oh, yep. Yeah. Margo and Elliot have that scene where they've made the golem and like he's like staring at himself and he's like, Oh no, just be like I'm sort of masturbating to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, advanced mas- like AP masturbation. Yeah. yeah. AP masturbation. <laughs> so not even college level. His yeah. golem seemed into it though. Yeah, he was looked not at him, against the idea. Like looked over his shoulder. I think his golem just seemed kind of mindless and Well that's how Margo's was too. For yeah, it's just like for Elliot and for Margo, a mindless version of the of them is kind of like almost just pure sex. Mm-hmm. Like if there's nothing else g- happening with them, I don't know. If that's yeah. Sorry, happening. I'm looking at oh, maybe. Uh, Lisa Pantrigo says Q was born into a rich fam and has no idea that he's being culturally incentive. Uh, he may not have known, but Q has corrected him several times, and so he should learn by now. Um, and he's corrected Q. Yes, thank yeah. you. Uh, so hopefully he learns soon. I don't think so. They kind of just deep threaten him. We will see. 
I, yeah, I want to say he's definitely done it. Quentin's comments have been like he's not aware, but that what he said is not quite appropriate. But uh, uh, well, it's just straight prejudice. And again, Penny oh no, has yeah, him multiple times and is like, but look, a, uncool, I, you guys. Quentin's just a little racist. It's okay. It's, to it's say. okay. Like, so like <laughs> Avenue Q said it best. Yeah, everyone's a little bit racist, and actually, not everyone's a little bit racist. You have to be white to be a little bit racist in America. But you can have <laughs> everyone can be a little bit prejudiced. This everyone is can awesome. be a bit of a bigot. So just a little. If you're like Adrian, you're wrong. Uh, it's called Google. Google the word racism. <laughs> racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hearkening more back on um, Adrian's comment that generally his honest commentary comes out when he's not like in regular but that shows he's still thinking those things yeah definitely and i wasn't just I'm not justifying his comments either i think it's very amusing that we get them i just think he's i think it's good that we really, get them. I think it's a good conversation and i think it's true to that character i think so he has shared. to be told multiple times to really how many people has to be told multiple times to really get through you spoke the truth right so it's like hmm. uh <laughs> and then we have oh yeah um Continuing on with Margot and Elliot, they go to the physical kids' cottage, and Todd is the new Elliot, like, gross had a rager. And they're like, I was just really happy to see Todd again in a strange way. <laughs> because I had totally written that character off. I was Whatever. like, last, I remember last season, I was like, oh, they're not going to have Todd back. He That's just a one and done. Maybe they'll bring him back, but what yeah. for? And so it was kind of nice to see him back, because I figured mm-hmm. they just lost him in the, the yeah. whatever vacation. It's nice to have a familiar to. character who has mm-hmm. no drama on the exactly. show. Right? Todd's kind of it right now, mm-hmm. and so seeing him, and then seeing him crowned, mm-hmm. but then also seeing him try to be Elliot mm-hmm. is hilarious and adorable, and I hope we get more. I hope Todd gets Are you wearing my arc. vest? Yes. No, no, keep it. Keep it now, Todd. It's yeah. soiled. Ruin it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I hope we get a full arc, like, for over the series of Todd's, like, progression as a human being, <laughs> but just in C story. Like, I yeah. don't want Todd to ever have an A story. I just want to be a background character, but that gets yeah. a whole life. It's yes. fun. I always think it's nice when shows uh, do recurring of small characters, especially when it's in a, a college type setting. Like, whenever you watch shows, like, like even Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and you mm-hmm. see different kids in the background all the time, or they, they mm-hmm. always have different interactions but never like same feels like an actual high school story yeah. totally mm-hmm. you run into people casually and you won't see them again for like a year and then yeah. you run into them again and that feels more realistic than like every single episode they're meeting someone Random new and new you never see them again agreed yeah. uh, and then also Julia shows up because prior to that um, she had gone we learned she goes to the library to get the book and mm-hmm. brings it there, through but. mirror magic, guys, which yeah. was really exciting for me. So good. Not only best did it, bitches, yes. best bitches. First of all, I feel like I need necklaces that say "best bitches." I can just give out to people. I want multiple best bitches. I don't care. Um, the <laughs> necklace is amazing. Um, and two, I think they really pulled that off successfully, just yeah. look wise and the way it was shot. And I believed it, and the fact that it was like a, a visual walkie-talkie was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Magic FaceTime. Yep. I liked it exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had, oh yeah, Quentin, when he's recuperating, he sees the white lady. Oh, and then they paint his skin on. They're like, don't worry. So I'm like, oh, that'll be an easier thing because it will look normal. But if yeah. we ever have, we just got to make sure we do sound effects in case <laughs> anything yeah. hits it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we get the moment where Penny's choking himself that you mentioned and he wants help. And um, he that was. His arms. Huh? He, he, he breaks his own arms, his- yes. Mm-hmm. And he wants Quentin to axe his hands off. This is the best scene in this episode. Oh, and Quentin's like, uh, no. But then it's like, keeps egging him on. And then it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. do it. 
That was the moment I was like, yeah, I would watch a Quentin and Penny buddy comedy. Oh, right? Of course. Like, yes. What's that? Oh, from the, ni- the 90s or 80s? Like, different... Different, different strokes? Different, no, strangers, strangers, neighbors. But oh, oh, uh, the Odd somebody? Couple. No, mm-hmm. that's from the seventies. That's old. It was like it was like it was. Uh, Ask the chat room. What was that show? <laughs> it was like different strangers, different neighbors, something strangers, something, and it was these two guys, and one uh, was supposed to be Middle Eastern or something. I don't know. It was really weird. Perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. Yes. Okay. Thank yes. you. Yay! It would be like that. Yes. Nobody remembers that. I don't remember that show, but I do like the idea of them doing like a buddy (laughs) show because they're always at each other's throats, but they also bring out the best in each other. Then they get their moments of bromance, and it's so sweet. Well, even like we get to see perfect strangers. Oh Oh, god, that show is horrible. We even get to see like uh, (laughs) the fact that Penny can teach, which is really cool. The way he like like without his hands, he's able to teach magic, which oh, I think is yes. something we've never seen in him before, mm-hmm. um, and is really cool, so yeah, totally. And, and then, you know, Q gets called out on all this bullshit. It's yep. amazing. Uh, I had a moment where I'm like, wait, what is my note? And I'm like, oh, yes, I did love the match on action edit where he does the chop, and it cuts to Elliot chopping up the drink stuff, yeah, yeah. and we meet Javier. Yes. Har- Hey, Javi. And <laughs> Elliot has that interesting sex in two places moment. He has a, a threesome? So Essentially. Without the other two people knowing they're in the threesome. Yes. Was it bad. was kind of Sense8-ish, too. Of it like, totally uh, was Sense8-ish. Yep. But no he shame. was the only one who really got to fully yeah. enjoy it. Um, but when you mentioned didn't like that location, I mean, he turns Fen around and does her doggy style as he's trying to have sex with Javier. Too, he will so. make this relationship. He'll make work, it work. Okay, <laughs> he's not worried about it. Um, okay, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, you guys, I like that you're um, commenting a lot about uh, Katie and Julia. Uh, Lisa says tired of Julia being depressed and always shot with the blue filter. But the regular world is often shot. Julia storylines all shot with that filter mm-hmm. and like that style. Well, they all. I mean, they talk about uh, each area. Break bills are shot with like a, a lighter, almost yep. brown and and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sun yellow gold hue. Mm-hmm. Gold hue. Yep. Uh, Fillory is shot with like more of a green. Yep. I feel like purplish hue. Yeah. And, yep. then, you get and then the city. The real world is always kind of drab. Yep. Dull blue, dull black. So it's yeah. not really just Julia's fault. Yeah. But it's um, everyone that goes. As we see at the end of the episode, when a particular person goes yes. back into the room. Also, world. Julia has a right to be. Depressed. Julia's yeah. dealing with so much. Yes. Like, I, I think it would be weird for me to see a happy Julia in this moment. Like, I, I miss happy Julia, but it would be strange if it randomly came out now. I yep. think. Well. Um, Go, uh, oh, someone else in the chat room, thank you. The good point of Mr. Kaboom says, but I'd have to say Katie does give off a better type of energy because uh, she herself is just you know. Uh, oh, she f- they felt she's kind of rough to watch. But um, I think, Kate, personally, I think Katie and Julia work really well together this yes. season. Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, you know, balance out the two energies that are going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Renji said, technically, it's a three and a half sum because it's him, his golem, and the two people. Ah! Uh, uh, true. I was like, where does the half come in? Girl, wait, I got wait. it. But I'm changing. Um... And then Nerdy says, Julia's spiraling a little after everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. But under- we I understand. I would, too. Actually, I would argue more. I was more annoyed with her being so depressed the whole first season. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I understand I it now. At the beginning, I was like, oh. I guess it wasn't for me. It wasn't that she was depressed. It was just that she was so... 
everything unnecessarily for her. angsty. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when she, after she discovers break bills and that she can't mm-hmm. go to break bills mm-hmm. and she's mm-hmm. dealing with all the hedge witches, it just got kind of like boring and redundant. Yes. And so I appreciate her having something to actually work towards and fight yes, for this season. A goal. Mm-hmm. But I will say she did look the only time that Julia's ever looked sunny is right when um when she get Marina cast a spell on her and they went back in time to go to Fillory, to enter Fillory through mm-hmm. the nineteen forties. Like she was so that was the only time and it's so sad that she was ever kinda like sparkly and happy and like uh-huh. having fun and then the moment he removed the the patch yep. it was like back to regular Julia. Okay. Uh oh what, leading back to the Penny doing the magic, um, Quentin, when he does his physical therapy, he's like, nope, I got a better idea. I got my archery. And uh, that was pretty fun. And appara- oh, how how convenient is it that there's a spell to make your arrow go straighter? <laughs> it's there's like, a spell for cool. everything. Almost. There's a spell for everything. No, it's almost. awesome. <laughs> and they're going to go hunt the white lady. Yeah. And they go together in the hunt, but uh, they smell something and get their contact high. And the fun fishbowl lens. So did you enjoy that? Like, them walking through the woods and mm-hmm. the... I just love my... That's my face! My stuff touchers. So I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stuff touchers <laughs> was definitely the best line in that scene. Uh, and I also thought it was cool that it's... I like the way that they show how the book was written for, like, a child audience. And then mm-hmm. how that translates into the actual world and how it exists. So mm-hmm. the flying forest does not actually fly Q like he's like mostly at day or night. I'm like, no. 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 It's Once just you just don't. Yeah. In the book though, there is a tree that moves of like it walks and they follow it though. So maybe not flying trees, but there are walking trees in the book. Very cool. Um mm-hmm. But I, I, I back on that comment though. It is funny when Quentin's like, "Dude, they were, must have been so baked of like because they, they were kids ten, walking yeah. through." <laughs> um, and then actually, I was gonna say just jump over to. Oh yeah. Um, oh, and it was the thinking of Alice that breaks the cycle of them going in that circle over yeah. and over. But then it's the bracelet and it's Alice, and then he kind of has his like breakdown and they have their I need you that's why the bromance is like oh they're so well, sweet I like that the whole walking through the forest thing addresses uh, Q's hero we talked about this a lot two weeks ago where hmm. he sees himself as the hero even though he recognized enough in the moment to be like mm-hmm. I'm not the hero mm-hmm. and somebody mm-hmm. else needs to do the stabbing I'm not mm-hmm very different magic and yet here we see him so he's like what if I meant to save this person yeah well like you don't even know who you're talking about yeah, yeah. um so it's like, like of course I'm a hero you're my servant and yeah like, oh no, that's just not sure no, no. um but no. so I like the imagery of like them walking in circles and not being able to yeah. figure out what the issue is um and always kind of being in each other's throats I like the imagery of uh uh Penny always taking the easy path that's yeah. where everybody else goes so that's gotta be mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. um and then them coming out of the forest. Uh, as you mentioned, we have the bromance moment. But I was kind of more interested in the moment where Penny says, like, I know. Like, I heard something in oh, your head. We yes. didn't hear what Penny heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? What? 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 Do, what do you guys think he heard? Um, I don't know. I think, just, I think also... I'll throw that to oh, the chat, too. Probably because Quentin was the one... That essentially killed Alice. Like he, when he released his. Oh, he feels oh, guilty. So he probably goes back to takes, that moment. Takes sure because Penny wasn't there to see that. All right. no, all oh, yeah, he doesn't know. Mm. Uh, he doesn't know that it was Quentin that released his. Oh my gosh, what's the, what's the name of the thing? Uh, 
Keiko Demon. He's Keiko Demon. I'm on names today. Yes. (laughs) In order to to kill Alice. So I think he he faults himself a lot for that. Sure. Um, And then they are still going we'll just finish off their line because they're uh, their story so they're going through the woods and he fires his arrow uh, Quentin and he thinks he you know is going to hit mm-hmm. something but he has his perfect uh, magic spell mm. and he hits the white la- lady in the shoulder mm-hmm. and <laughs> I love her like whatever first line she's like obviously you turd yeah. <laughs> so she weird. is really cool you know usually oh. these beings are like ethereal yes. and have like you mm-hmm. know weird filters over their voice so that they sound mysterious and different and this was just a chick who was like you, fine what do you want yep. I'm trying to nap I didn't mm-hmm. ask for any of this yeah. and yet she made herself visible to I love them how sassy she was she was very sassy but I like that she made themselves visible yep. made herself visible to them because it makes me believe that maybe she's trying to do something else hmm but I don't no, know. I, I didn't get the sense when she showed up. Like, when she showed up and was talking well, to them, I didn't really pick up that there was a ulterior motive there. Mm-hmm. But usually, in when, we, when a character that mysterious reveals themselves to people, right. and it seemed the nurse was kind of, like, shocked initially. Like, oh, you saw that here? Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because um, so, she revealed herself to her centaur, but she allowed well, that's, him to see mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, the nurse mm-hmm. was like, oh, you could see her. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's a good question. She maybe could feel their energy something their pain yeah. and could tense that um but there was something about her her wish granting that i i found to be interesting i always feel like mm-hmm. whenever you get wishes there's always like a, a side like a catch a, a catch to yes. them so when she gave like penny his wish for his hands i was like oh, i don't know about all that but yeah, when she said it's painful too but the words that she said to quentin were interesting because it wasn't like he said i want you to bring alice back to life and she said i can't uh, I can't pierce through that veil. Mm-hmm. Alice is gone, but she never said Alice is dead, which True. I thought was really interesting. Yeah. And like, then I can't veils- do it. I can't pierce through the veil. It's like, what do you mean by the veil? Yeah, the veil definitely mm-hmm. suggests that there is another plane exactly. or a world that she mm-hmm. can't do, but maybe y'all could do. It would be challenging. Mm-hmm. Also, about it, interesting, like y'all are trained mag- magicians. Uh, the older ones have been here a while longer, and though Penny and uh, Q maybe have only done like a year of schooling, and then they've been yeah. in Philly the rest of the time. Like y'all know words mean things, and you guys mm-hmm. know like. There was just no caution in the wording of it because at first I was like, okay, if you bring her back, like, how does she come back? Yeah. Right, pet I, cemetery, right yeah. there. I was like, mm, yeah, just careful what you wish for. And they were not careful. They were like, we just need. And I was like, this is not the way you do magic, guys. It, it just makes me think that she's not because, like, the whole idea of like someone niffing out. I, it, you get the sense that they're not dead. Like, even if, if, even if, if you have a body left over, mm. it's like, well, that's just your corporeal state. That doesn't mean right. that you, yourself, are The spirit, are dead soul could be somewhere else. In terms of, like, how the magicians work. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had, the white lady had a great quote, though, too, of, like, there's nothing I can give you that would soothe your shade. Mm. So that's the first mm. time he's heard the word shade. Yes. And, Which made me think um, that shade's gonna be... But she said, I can only season. take it away. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. wait, don't take his shade. She's going to take that away. option yeah. for yeah. a minute. And though I don't want Quentin to lose his shade, no, this is no. how we got very powerful uh, beasts. So mm-hmm. it really yep. wouldn't surprise me if one of them eventually has to give up their shade in order to mm-hmm. like protect the world. Isn't that kind of what... Well, I'll, uh, that kind of ties into my prediction. So, okay. But, well, almost mm-hmm. there. I'm like, we're mm-hmm. wrapping towards the end, but a couple of last things. Well, Quentin, yeah, points out he has everything and just send me home and tosses a bow and arrow away mm-hmm. in the real world. And I mean, that kind of goes, um, and the I like the chat pointed out, and we've kind of talked it, like magic doesn't solve everything. Yeah, finding. You know? Just because you get a wish. 
This is my finding Maria's Elvis says, I like the fact that magic isn't the end all be all. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it can't make you happy. It cannot bring back the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, he's like, make me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, temporarily, but you know, whatever. Uh, and then, well, Penny asked for his hands back, and I was like, man, you're still a jerk, too. Of like, he's not quite, li-. like, he wasn't polite to her. Like, even Quentin's like, dude, have some respect of like, mm-hmm. I think I'd be like begging, pleading, not be like, give me my hands back. Penny just, lacks social grace. Yeah. He needs some help with that. Just Except a bit. for when it comes to Katie. Yes. <laughs> and that's the only time he doesn't like um, Like most men. Mm. I, I can have sex with it? Hi. Hi. What's up? Flowers. I'm so kind oh. right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, nerdy said, nobody in that city knows the weird guy with the bow and arrow on the sidewalk. I don't know. It's New York City. There's weird people all the time. Los Angeles. You know, same thing. He's just um, cosplaying. He's no different than yeah. the mm. naked cowboy on yes. Tuesday. Uh, the only other thing that we didn't really... Uh, one quick thing. When Marina came back to life momentarily, she pointed out that there was a girl who banished Renard 40 yes. years ago. Mm-hmm. So, they have that little I'll bit. I'll have to go back, but I remember there being some kind of incident about 40 years ago at Break Bills. Uh, uh, maybe. That uh, Dean was talking about, but I don't remember precisely. We've had a couple mm-hmm. of different eras okay. where they mentioned issues. Right. So, I'm going to have to go mm-hmm. back and see if I can't find if there's mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. correlation in history. Yeah. Uh, I think that kind of is... It, I mean, the only other quick thing was the interesting line between Elliot and Dean Fogg of being an adult is recognizing your responsibility and your earth privilege. Yes, yeah. check him for that privilege, earth sir. Privilege. Check him yep. for it. I also, this just something that's like yeah. lightly touched on. It's just like the, the ramifications of of Ember shitting in the Wellspring yes. and how yes. it is actually still, even though they were like concerned about magic because the Wellspring was so low, by him shitting in it, Sorry, that's what they said. It, it is. The actual yeah. words. Uh, they, it, it's affecting it even worse. So now magic is spiraling out of control on Earth, which mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting. Yes. So you see that with the Dean, and you see that with um, all the magicians. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the only other thing, too, with uh, Margo and Julia, yeah, they do the cool copy. Mm-hmm. The, uh, they're trying to write down the book. They kind of have their quick little cat fight, but then Margo... Um, Julia calls her out. She's like, you have no friends. The only people who want to be with you is because they're afraid of you. And then Margo has the, like, well, you're all alone. But mm-hmm. it really touches Margo. And so she's like, all right, here's the thing. So you could essentially Xerox the book. Yeah. Magic spell. So you're like, aw. And, uh, but Katie's like, well, you do have questionable judgment. That was about kind of a funny wrap-up to their little bit. Because it's I- like Julia got through to Margo, called her out on her behavior. I really need them all to come together as a team because y'all all help each other be much better human beings. Uh, right. I really wouldn't mind seeing a Margot Julia team up all of the mm-hmm. Penny uh, Q team up that we got this episode because they are vicious with each other but that blatant honesty is both something they could use. They all need it. They need it in yeah. their lives. They need it. And then you know Katie could round out oh. our, our trio of witches. Give me one. Yeah. I think for Elliot Yemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the reason why Quentin asked to go home is just because uh, it was just too much to bear. Because he thought he had everything he wanted, and then he ended up losing most yep. of it. Yeah, so. asking mm-hmm. for Reynard's death, which you know would be smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Quentin's kind of selfish. It would have been a, a, a quick <laughs> yeah. problem solving things, but Q is pretty selfish. He's a little self absorbed, which you know in grief people tend to be self absorbed. Yeah. Um, but also you know. As he said, the second I bring back his happiness, and I think maybe he's like, I got everything I thought I wanted. Let mm-hmm. me go back to the real world and try that. Yeah, and he's not the best planner. Not enough for him. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, it, it, it didn't come out the way he wanted. Not that yeah. it's not enough. It didn't come out the way he wanted it to be. Well, in the first episode, when he gets that woman <laughs> to help him, when when she can't accomplish the one thing he wants, he doesn't ask for anything else. Mm. 
So Quentin's not the best, like, hey, wait a minute, let me He's ask for something planner. else. He's yeah, not a planner. not a planner. Doesn't think ahead. Um, He's got a good heart. That's doesn't about think it. further than his nose. Oh, yeah. I know, guys. Every, chat room's like, wait, he could have wished for this, this, this. See, he we're really all could've. smart about that. We're all thinking that Quentin, I think he's just in grief. And <laughs> yeah. I was uh, like, Mr. Uh, 95 is like, the poop. Like, he could have asked for a clean and full wellspring. Yeah. Quentin, yeah. think. That's okay. He's not yeah. there. He's in grief, and people mm-hmm. don't often think He may not even know about the poop in the wellspring. No, he's not Right? No, he was. He was like before they found that out. He was he, in a coma. For no, two weeks. right before he attacked, because that's what led dude to him before they had the big fight. Oh, you're right. You're so right. They, yeah. they watched yeah. it. Never mind. Um, I think that's it. Should yes. we do predictions? predictions. Yeah. Yay! Predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Lisa Payne Kiro in the chat says they were comparing Harry Potter to this world and they were like we could call this episode The Veiled Prisoners of Azkaban and bring back someone but not themselves Deathly Hollows." and I really like that title and I would use it mm. uh, quick predictions uh, Penny is an idiot do not wish for your hands back wish for your hands back without being cursed you can go through all that pain sleep wake up I promise you you'll still have cursed hands you're a fool you need to go see the river guard river watcher, watcher. You so you think his hands coming back will be just as they were Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because okay. the curse is apparently very deep. The centaur couldn't lift it. He was unwilling to even touch it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely grow your hands back. Be careful what you wish for. You still will, you'll just have your cursed magic hands. It doesn't okay. make any sense. Yep. Uh, the other thing I'm excited for is the conclave of magic geniuses to come and help them run this world and figure out how oh, they can yeah, be a better Dean's king. Oh, yeah, like, you need these things. He's like, I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. You are going to need, uh, yep. what does he say? Uh, 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 a general. I wrote it down. He's like, well, yeah, general and advisors and all that. I'm like, yes, bring in, like, magical geniuses. I want to see how you do run this world. Yeah, mm-hmm. it be fun. Um, I think with Penny, I think, I think those hands were cursed. So I, I think maybe possibly there'll be a different thing. Because just to have it be the same thing over again, I think that's kind of, like, stupid, but... It's what um, we'll have to drive him to the River Watcher. I don't know. He's the only one who can lift the curse. We mm. shall see. But uh, with the... Uh, my theory is that when you niffin out, I think that's that's approaching godlike. Because okay. mm. if you think about it, like, somebody referenced something about... I don't know if it was Arjun or... But they, 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 they were eventually going to touch on Reynard's backstory. Yes. So it mm-hmm. seems like almost as if you start off as as a human or something. Yeah. And then if if Niffening Out allows you to have this true power where you can, like, reach into the beast and open him, I feel like Alice is, might be in a different veil because she might be, like, in the gut-like arena. Interesting. Only because I say that about her and not the beast because removing your shade doesn't, like, bring you to a different world or a veil. It's a removal of something. So you're, mm. you're kind of left hollow, which is, allows you to be at your most powerful. But if you're niffing out, then you're becoming pure magic. And if pure magic is the closest to being a god, then maybe that's what Alice is. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm extremely skeptical about Penny's hands coming back. I don't necessarily know if it'd be the same curse, but I'm always like, mm. Yeah. I want... I, I mean, he should have been... More like I want my hands back to normal or something. The way they were before mm-hmm. they were. Yeah, cursed. like you need those, those clauses in there, Penny. I want specifics. My hands back. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, the I don't think Alice is dead. I do think it's possible that she could be on yeah a different kind of plane. Mm-hmm. She'll come back, but the question is like how. So I'm like mm. Penny when he gets his hands back. Mm. Well, because he can jump back. worlds, and ah, he's super good at it. Yeah, he's like, "Are you talented?" Like, I, I, these are my predictions. Okay. Yeah, 
I think that uh, yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> I don't have any other specific predictions. Um, so why don't we go around and say where people can find you? And that's kind of it for today's episode. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. Wednesdays on Book Circle Online. You can find me doing the comic book exchange. Uh, Powerless tomorrow at 6.30. Uh, uh, d- other shows. Things. I'm, oh, oh, Sunday's when uh, Clone Wars comes back. Also check out Collider's uh, um, Schmodown. Uh, Emma Fife and I have just started a team. We're going to take on the action movie guys. Uh, so we're really excited about it. That is on March 10th. Oh, and side note, uh, if you're watching TV and you see an Aflac commercial with a, a black chick as a nurse, that's it's her. her. Yay! She did it! National commercial <laughs> My line got cut, but I'm still there. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And you can check, also catch me on Thursdays on The Expanse at 6. No, 5. 5. Mm-hmm. I'm on one of those times. Uh, Sunday is Emerald City as well as Box Office Breakdown where we look at what movies came out over the weekend. And soon, time after time, we'll be starting on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And Monday is the finale for Timeless. Thank you so much for watching this episode of The Magicians. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 